online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. Noel Gallagher, in for Dermot O'Leary. Good afternoon. This is Noel Gallagher sitting in for Dermot O'Leary. He's off. Um, lying to people who can't sing, I think, on the television. I'm here with my good friend, the original victim, Mr. Matt Morgan. Hey, hello. <laughs> We're going to be here for the next... Three hours. Unbelievably three hours when somebody offered us this gig, they said it was going to be two and we thought we could ring the first hour and ring the second hour, but three hours, I don't know what we're going to do, we're going to talk a right lot of all nonsense, but we're going to play some right good tunes, and uh, this first one is by Kid Koala. I've come up with an invention that is going to scare the music business. Indeed, wise words That's what you want, a bit of speech at the end of a record, when you haven't driven the desk for a while. Now, if um, that wasn't Matt scratching, by the way... Um, if anybody doesn't know who Matt Morgan is, we'll refer to them as squares. Yes. Matt is, of course, used to be... Say sidekick. Go used on. Used to be Sideshow Matt <laughs> on the Russell Brand radio show. Can we mention his name here, or is his name Dirt around these parts? His name is Mud, isn't it? It's pretty but bad. Matt, Matt Morgan... Nothing to do with us two. No, we were, we, it wasn't on our watch, was it? No. When uh, the incident happened. <laughs> Let's um, move on. Uh, and uh, Matt... Uh, was the sidekick and he used to write some of Russell Brand's funny bits. Is well, yeah, is that's that pretty that's much? Just, yeah, that'll do. That's yeah. the truth, isn't it? But anyway, so three hours over the next three hours, we have got coming up for you. We've got an actor by the name of John Sim, and I'm a bit nervous about interviewing him because I've never done an interview before. But I also know him. He's your mate, so that's easy. Yeah, he was at he was at my wedding, wasn't it? Yeah, widely regarded. Why are you uh, nervous? Yeah. Because I, well, I'm not. All right, I know what he's doing. Yeah. You know, I know all his kids are, and his missus, and all that. <laughs> you know. Tell us, and then we don't have to have him in. Yeah, well, you know. But I found out, you know, a couple of interesting things about him, which we'll discuss later on. But we've got John Simms coming in. We've got a band from Manchester called The Folks. And the reason they're coming in is they're opening up for me on my uh, sold out, I may add, UK tour. And right. uh, I've never heard of them. I've never heard them, you see, so I oh, thought, really? well, I'll go check them out, see what they've got. So you they... haven't heard them play at all? Never. All oh, right, I heard them sound check and they're good. Are they? Are, yeah. they as good as, are they as good as me, though? Well, it's close. Really? Yeah. Ah. A lot of harmonies going Let's on see, there. we'll have a little song off later on then. <laughs> and then, um, after that, you can also text in and email in questions. and ask me some questions. Uh, I would also like people to email in and ask Matt some questions because he's got a lot of explaining to do about various things about um, why he's called the original victim, why his hood is full of bananas or was full of bananas. It's always sound like nonsense to anyone who didn't listen to that radio yeah, show. People did listen to the radio show. That's the thing a lot of okay. people did. Well, we can recap that stuff. Yeah. But because me and Noel are such firm friends, I will ask him anything. So do email, text me things on, uh, what is it, 88... Two nine. Oh, hang on, eight eight two nine one. If you text questions for Noel to eight eight two nine one, I will ask him them, whatever <laughs> they are. Yes, and uh, after that, we're going to be talking to David Walliams in the water. I think he's going to be going to be calling him actually while he's in. He's going to have a water phone. We're going to be calling him while he's swimming up the Thames for some other covered yeah. in covered in plankton. I read on the yeah. internet that a stick would do the journey faster. Than to David, to David put a stick Williams. in the Thames, it will get to the end of the Thames. It's pretty pointless, but <laughs> good on with a little elastic band on the end, <laughs> yeah. like you used to do in the, the bath when we were children. Uh, we were never in the bath as children, no. Yeah. Anyway, should we play another tune? Should we play another yeah. tune? What are, where we go? Where we go? We're going to play Beck, and we're going to play Epro by Beck, co-written by the Beastie Boys. 
was or oh, is April by Beck. That's good. I like it. Yeah, you do like people do like Beck, don't they? I, lo- yeah. I don't think anybody really dislikes him. He's like the Eels. Eels and Beck. They're just good. Eels have got a couple of good tunes. It's the beard though, isn't it? What's wrong with a beard? I've got a beard. Yeah, but yours is yours is contained to at least an eighth of an inch on the chin. But today for the radio, really? yeah, point for the radio, yeah. brilliant. Right, Beck, a Scientologist. I, you know, that's always disappointing when you find that out. I well, the pe- what really? Other, yeah. other, other, other religions are available, of course. Juliet Lewis, Beck. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. This is. I'm saying this allegedly. You know that he's got a person that opens doors for him. Really. But wherever he goes, where yeah, what, car what, doors, yeah. building yeah, I, doors. I do, I do, I do repeat allegedly. But I, mean, I used to have a person that did that for me in the nineties. But I was, <laughs> I was wasted all the time. <laughs> did they have like those white gloves that those people would do snooker balls? Do there you go, sir. <laughs> What's this handle? What does this handle do? <laughs> they, they must do other stuff. They can't just. Someone's seen a person open a door for Beck, and then a you know a room apparently, apparently, allegedly, I heard he's got a door opener. It's just a PA. I've got a P. Oh, I've got a girl in there called Kat. She doesn't open doors for me. Well, she gets you Not tea and metaphorically, a bowl of fruit. Like metaphorically, got, she's opened a few doors a in, in, in Buckinghamshire, in Amersham <laughs> <laughs> Golf Club, maybe. When you're too drunk. Uh, well, you know. Uh, but uh, she's never actually physically opened a door for me. Let's uh, talk about your rider over there. Was that requested? I requested... Uh, Bananas and apples, but the grapes have arrived now. And hummus um, over there, you've got little chips see, hummus, and dips. I do like hummus. Yeah, I love hummus. Why? It's nice. Everyone likes it's hummus. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It is. It's just like it's just like yogurt mixed with sand. What? And wood. It's just cream chickpeas. Oh, my missus. My, well, my missus eats a lot. Well, I wouldn't say eats a lot of it. She'll be sat on the radio now, but I don't eat a lot of it. But she eats hummus. I find a certain gentleman is a hummus. Fan. Yes, Russell Brand. He's uh, big on hummus. Shh, don't mention his name. God, don't Sorry. mention his name. Do you eat quite traditional sort of normal food? Yeah, you, you chicken, and, chicken and mushroom pot noodles. Really? That's as traditional as it gets. Other um, uh, freeze-dried... They're not really. <laughs> There's nothing else available. <laughs> um, we've got some questions here, if you know, from listeners. Do you want oh, to hear yeah. them? Yes, please. Uh, right. When writing your songs, do you write the music first on guitar until you are completely happy? with it and then the lyrics or do you sometimes do it the opposite way I don't really you know come on you've heard his lyrics he doesn't do those first it's all about the songs (laughs) (laughs) all about the tune (laughs) you know what I don't really know a great deal about songwriting I know I asked he played a song earlier where he's like strumming and I said what are those chords he didn't know what they were no well I'm not a musical genius well I've never been I've never been taught music I've never been I've never had a guitar lesson or a a singing lesson how did Um, you learn the guitar because when I was young, my dad went out and bought a guitar for some reason, I don't know why, and he could never play it, and it was just kind of behind a door in the house. And when I got I got grounded when I was a young man for being a little bit edgy and out there. <laughs> a bit of a punk poet. I think I might have rocked T-Birds on the back of my school blazer. And uh, I, got, I got grounded a lot, and I kind of started playing... Uh, Joy Division bass lines on that. Really? I had a, only had a few strings on it, and um, yeah, it went from there. But I kind of learn new things as I go on with the guitar because I've never kind of you know. But how did you look? Because nowadays kids have got internet and YouTube, like you can learn stuff quite easily. But what did you do? Just work it out. You must have had a yeah, cord, just, I cord just book. Though, by, sure. no, well, I'm, I got. I'm, 
I only got a chord book when I was kind of late teenager, but I'd been playing for years before that. I was very poor, man. I couldn't afford stuff like that. Come Not like on. you middle class people. <laughs> Mummy, go and get me a chord book. I'm going to make a million pounds. You say you didn't get guitar magazines. I suppose that Lord, then no. you'd have been learning Van Halen or something. No, 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 no. Could what do you mean guitar? I never started buying guitar magazines until I was in a group. Really? Well, until I was in them. I reckon you had a chord book from the very beginning. I reckon oh. you had lessons. <laughs> I well, piano. if you could find my guitar teacher or my music teacher, please, please call in, but... It doesn't exist. He's not there. Anyway, what have we got so coming cool. up next? We've got... Listen, I'm going to play this for... Uh, Joe, Joe Wiley texted me um, a couple of days ago, you know, saying, oh, Radio 2. It's where all the old people end up eventually. Really? Yeah, three hours, I know. It's unbelievable. Um, have I mentioned... They did mention it was going to be two hours, didn't they? And then, it, yeah. and then I asked you and you said, yeah, yeah, all right, I'll come and do it. And now it's three hours and it's like... I don't know, it's a good job we're not getting paid by the hour, that's all I'm yeah. saying. But um, anyway, she requested some Rolling Stones. She requested You Can't Always Get What You Want. But I've grown to loathe that song. Yeah, I don't like the bit of the, the choir. Me, bit I, yeah, I like it's that earnest school choir at the beginning and we just want to kind of put your foot inside the speaker and squash them. Yeah. But anyway, this is from 19... <laughs> it's all right, they're all grown-up kids now. It's from yeah. 1967. Yeah. These are, uh, this is uh, from 1983, right? Under mm. Cover of the Night by the Rolling Stones. BBC Radio 2. Welcome back. That was a jingle for something or other. I don't know. The history of rock and roll is still banging on about it, aren't they? Rock yes, and roll. You're part hey. of it, aren't you? Uh, rock and folk now, I think. Not yeah. rock and roll. But um, mm. anyway, um, John Simmons joined us in the studio. All right, John, how are you doing? Hello, mate. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I am very well. Um, I When they asked me to, you know, uh, this is this is going to be difficult for me because we know each other, obviously. Yeah. And uh, you've met Matt. You met Matt. Yes. Uh, yeah. My. Uh, well, our wedding, um, one of the best weddings of all time. Thank you very much. Not our wedding. Let's it, it, not, it, no, no, me yeah, and Matt, me, me and Matt are not, I'm not yet married, but believe you me, that is... <laughs> it's on the cards. It, well, it is on the cards. According to my wife, Sarah, every, every night we go out, she's like, stop talking to Matt, stop, you're hogging Matt. Sounds weird, that. Yeah, yeah, I know, don't I get in your head now a picture of two pogs <laughs> hogging each other. But um, anyway, so you, young man... Um, you're an actor, obviously. Yeah. You do, and you've been on a, you, you know that programme you're in, with, uh, where you're all off in Spain, yeah. act, acting. I've just been doing that. It's a jolly up, isn't it? Yeah. Is there much work going on? No, do you know what? The first one was a, it wasn't a jolly up. I mean, there is work going on, but um, the second one that we've just done was really hard work, and it was hot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why, did it rain twice or no, something? No, 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 it was just really hard. The different hotel? <laughs> it was a rubbish hotel, yeah. and um, it was a really hard job. But um, how, it was all right. How yeah. long? How long would a series like that take you to do? It was a couple of months. Uh, I think it was about six, six or eight yeah, weeks. You see, yeah. I can think of easier ways of making a living than you know, or tougher ways of making a living than spending no, two months in Spain. But it's all, it's all relative, isn't it? It was, uh, it's all. You're away from your family and all that, you know. And that it was be, uh, yeah. six I, days a week, I, non-stop, all day. I'm not, I'm not asking for sympathy, but it wasn't, a, <laughs> it wasn't an absolute holiday. Oh, so, go on, it was an holiday. Yeah, it, it was, was an, an holiday. holiday. So. Um, I read, they sent me a sheet of things, it says here, talking points, talking points, and it says here that you sang on stage at Finsbury Park with New Order, is that right? Yeah, I did, yeah. How did that come about? Um, uh, it was because of 24-hour party people. How did that come about? 
Because you don't look anything like Bernard Sumner. Really? Well, a little bit. I guess, well, I guess a little bit. When you put the tie on and... The no, I know what you mean. I mean, sort of enough. I looked enough like him to... I didn't look like anybody else, so there was no way I was going to play... Um, <laughs> Who looked like Peter Rook? No, he's, no, no I, I didn't. I don't. But um, there was no way I was going to play anybody else, so uh, as soon as I heard he was doing it, I thought, who, who do I look like a bit? And you're, um, and, you're, and you're a big New Order fan, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, I was as, a big fan of theirs, yeah. As, as we all are from yeah. up in the northwest. So how did it come about that you would get on stage at Finsbury Park? Well, I went to uh, see them. Uh, I can't remember what year it was now. It's on YouTube, I think. Somebody, um, somebody go and get me that on YouTube I now. I can't remember what year it is. But Steve, they, now. Yeah, they released it. It was on the DVD. And it was a great gig. It was at Finsbury Park. And um, I was at the side of the stage with my missus. And, um, I the lovely cake. The I lovely wasn't... Cake. Yeah, the lovely cake. I wasn't um, really ready for, to go on stage oh, or shit. indeed expecting so it. So it had not been planned? Not been planned. Brilliant. No, no. And you, I think you can see that if you if you look closely on YouTube. Um, but, yeah, they asked me to come up and... They did um, digital, which they hadn't played live. And they only did it live because of 24-hour party people. So he... He started shouting me up on stage. All right, and he was just assuming that because you'd done a thing, you'd, you'd, you'd know, know the words. words. See, now, Paul oh, Weller <laughs> had done that to me a few times when he... I've seen him at <clears throat> big gigs, and he'd, like, he'd got to the gig, he'd never mentioned anything, you know, before going on stage. And then in between the end of the set and the encore, he'd just come and he'd say, you're getting up. And, of course, he'd be, like, you know, well on the way by then. I mean, I'd, I've done this twice at Weller gigs where he's give me the guitar and I've got up. And I've just switched it off and mimed, yeah. like, <laughs> really? really drunk. Yeah, people are going crazy. Wow, look at that guy. He can play the guitar, like, ringing a bell. And uh, I was absolutely blagging it. songs? Like, his songs? Uh, I remember doing a really good mime to Woodcutter's Son one afternoon in Victoria Park to maybe, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, 40,000 people. It was brilliant. And uh, maybe a Dr. John number. Mm. Yeah. Um, walk on Gilded Splinters. But, um, yeah, and were you... Were you nervous? I was... Um, well, I, mean, I guess you probably wouldn't have had enough time to get nervous, would you? I was well on the way, Ah, as it were. Right, OK. Um, so, um, yeah. When you sing without the guitar, are you a two hands clasping around the mic, man, or one hand in the pocket, or hands behind your back, or do you do a bit of a... See, you... that's an interesting thing. That's an interesting question. Because I, I, I don't usually sing without a guitar, and so I didn't know what to do with myself. So if you look at it, I'm, I'm yeah. just um, dancing around like an idiot. <laughs> Until he, um, <laughs> I didn't. I'm trying to get off stage, and then he, um, he gets me to sing the chorus with him, which is um, day in, day out. So I knew that bit. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. So I put my arm around him and just sang like that. Oh, like you're at a football yeah, match or yeah. a wedding. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, another thing, it's written here. It says you've played, you've played with Ian McCulloch. Yeah. Are you just living out your boyhood fantasies here. No, man. It's um, it's it's been. Do you know? Yeah, he was. He, did he sing? At, he sang at your wedding. No, he was at my wedding. Right. Um, and she walked down the aisle to Lips Like Sugar. And I was going to have a saying before they said, "Oh, you walked down the aisle to a bunnyman tune." I was saying, "Let's hope it wasn't nothing ever lasts forever." Right. And and he was there. He was there. Did he was late. His, he was late. Did he have his shades on? Yeah, he did. Uh, and we were waiting for him. And as she was walking down the aisle, I saw his head pop out, and um, oh, yeah, he, look, he looked quite moved. Bless oh, him. Oh. Yeah, he's, um, a, he's a lovely man. So, um, how did you manage to get on stage with him? Um, well, I play guitar in his band. He did this. He, what? These, um, yeah, he did you're a jack of all trades, John. Oh, no, Can you right. play football? I, I can't. I've got a dodgy knee. I used to be able to. Really? But I've got, that's, that's a, got a, a metal you, knee. That's yeah. written down here as well somewhere, isn't it? So God, you've got everything football. about me, haven't you? 
Well, this is it. When they sent me this thing the other night, I thought I knew you quite well because, you know, we're... Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, your, your wife and my wife are good friends and the kids and all that. And then I was reading all this stuff and I was going, Magic Alex, he was in a group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't even know. See, I, that, that's that's cool not to mention that to Noel Gallagher, I think. Don't you? That I was in a group. Yeah. Played work, yeah. it says yeah, here. Yeah, you don't want to be saying I was in a group. Yeah. <laughs> Played work in men's clubs as a kid. How much like Phoenix Nights was it? A lot, a lot. I grew up I grew up doing that with my dad. We did like, we were double acts. We did um, the clubs. <laughs> Hang on a minute, like the crankies. What yeah. were you doing? Without the comedy. You weren't uh, pulling... Not you weren't, intentional. You weren't pulling the uh, the little uh, handkerchiefs out of his sleeve, were you? No, no. What did, kind of was, I'm intrigued now as to what kind of... Do if anybody ever seen this double act... It's like Stavros Flatley. Do you remember that? <laughs> you won't get back on Britain's Got Talent, mate. You no, walk no, it. I can't be bothered with that. Go um, on, so what kind of double act was it? Well, we uh, were vocal guitar harmony, obviously. And we did the Everly Brothers and the Beatles and the Shadows and all that, and... Uh, Right. Um, we did that for quite a few years. With your dad? Yeah. Did he ever give you a clip around the air if you were singing out of, out of tune? No, that? he did, he did. There's a, did I mean, he? There's a story that I've, I've told it a lot. It's like Michael Jackson's quite dad. <laughs> Allegedly. We, um, we played somewhere once and they thought we were U2 because we were called Us 2 and they misprinted it the week before <laughs> in the paper. And he said, on fr Friday, oh, no. U2. And uh, I said to my dad, That's, you've got to sort that out. Because, now, uh, how, <laughs> how, how, how many turned up? Loads. <laughs> not like 70,000. No, no, not that many. More like 17. Um, so what did you play with McCulloch on stage supporting Coldplay, it says here? Oh, um, a few Velvet Underground songs. What? At, at Wembley, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and true to form. I was filming something that day as well. And so when I got there, he said, oh, we'll finish with... Uh, I can't remember what it was now. I kind um, of Carlsberg. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this song. I, know, I, I didn't know it. <laughs> right. I didn't know it, so I had to learn it on the spot and then go on stage at Wembley and do it. I was terrified. Yeah, you're, you're an actor. You learn your lines. That's yeah. what you do. Right, so do you... Uh, you've picked some songs to play, right? Yeah. Uh, I noticed neither New Order... Or Echo and the Bunny Man. No, I know. I was going to, but I, you know, as soon as it's Radio 2, I just went for the classics. Uh, do. Anyway, do we yeah. like to introduce it? Which one is it? That says there, look. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, She Bangs the Drums by the Stone Roses. Okay. That was the Stone Roses, obviously, with She Bangs the Drums. Um, uh, as John said, a classic. Now... I want to talk. I want to ask you when you um, when you got the script for Life on Mars. Yeah. Be honest. Did you think <laughs> that someone's having a laugh at it? That's exactly exactly what I thought. Yeah. Because it was massive, wasn't it? I mean, I, yeah. we, me and Matt were just saying off mic. We're not trying to be cool. We are, in fact, we haven't actually seen it right, but because we're busy guys. But um, it was huge, right? Yeah. And it was kind of um. I remember reading bits of social comment about it, about the, how life from the 70s had changed and, and you know, the, the the attitudes of police have changed down the years and all that. When you read it, were you thinking this is going to be huge or was you thinking this is like, oh, someone's drank too much coffee or something? Yeah, well, I, I thought someone had done too much something when I read it. I thought that's never going to work. That's, I, I kept turning back going, I've, I think I've missed something here. <laughs> uh, I but thought what, there was a page missing. But what made you do it? You must have... Did you... Did you? Did, 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 did they just sell it to you like... Well, it, uh, I will. I, it, I stopped reading it when I got to that bit, the, the bit where he, he gets hit and then wakes up in the 70s, and I thought, that, what? And right, exactly yeah. like you said, I was like, I don't get this. And, and then I stopped, and my agent said, you should carry on and read it to the end. Oh, I said, right. I think that's insane. What, who's, <laughs> what is this? And then she said, um, read it to the end. And I did, and I thought, oh, do you know what? If 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 it works, it'll it'll be big. Now there was a series after that where the eighties. 
wasn't there? Yeah. Did you knock that back because of the music in the 80s? Uh, <laughs> no, I thought we'd done enough. Because um, I'm thinking John's not doing that because he's into the Stooges and the Pistols and Bowie and all that. He ain't going to wear that 80s gear. No, no way is he going to be sat in a car listening to uh, Classics Nouveau yeah. or Kajagoogoo. One of Matt's favourites, I believe. Oh, I love them. You do indeed, don't you? <laughs> Every morning when I get ready. Really? Kajigoogoo. What about Lamar's solo oh, God, Please. Yeah. Do you know what Lamar is? It's an anagram of his surname. Is he the sort of Ham um, bleach blonde? Hamill. His name was... No, I don't, listen, I don't, I, I if you listen to this, there. I don't know why I know this, but I did read a lot of smashes. When I was, I was a, uh, a teenager, there was nothing else. Um, and his name's Mark Hamill, and he and he and he and he chose to that's Luke jumble jumble name. the letters of his name, scrabble one after that's Luke, Luke Skywalker. That's my name, Lamal. What? Mark Hamill was Luke Skywalker. Yeah, it is. You've got this all twisted up. Maybe that's Hang why on, he really? changed it. Yeah, Mark yes. Hamill is Luke Skywalker. Mark is Luke Hamill. Skywalker not a real person? No, that was all no. made up. Yeah. Oh God. Mark the Hamill. The dream is shattered. <laughs> Star Wars is real, though. We all know that. Yeah. We all know that. Of course. It's a long time ago. In the yeah. galaxy far, far away. Far, far away. Now, um, you, John, are going to play another song, and it's one that I was like, huh? when you when it's it's a song by Elvis Presley, one I've I'm ashamed to say I've never heard of. Um, yeah, well, this is on an album called uh, From Elvis in Memphis or something, and it was uh, after he'd done all them terrible movies, he went into the studio and recorded this album, which is a great sort of white soul album. Uh, and this is a great track off it, and he, 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 he kicks the living daylight out of this song. Oh, I'm interested to hear this. Elvis Presley, The Power of My Love. Would like you like that. to dedicate that to your wife? My wife, yes, please. Good boy. Yes. I always find it's to do that with any title of a song that's got the word love in it yes if you don't, if, uh, particularly if you know she's listening and you don't do that it's not really worth the aggro not to but um no yeah i should say hi and i love you darling and i love my daughter as well who's quite ill last night oh. so and my son i don't want to leave him out i oh, know you can't leave no you can't leave the boys out there now listen magic alex what happened uh, <laughs> we were going longer than the grateful dead oh when when, when did you form um Mid nineties. Were you in? Were you because I, I, as well, when I got sent this thing, my missus said, "Don't ask him that. That's not even interesting." I didn't know you were from Leeds. No, I, well, I'm not really. I was born there. Hang on a minute. No, 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 no. No, I, I, I was born on there. BBC paper here. It says. <laughs> it says John. John was born in Leeds, I'm Yorkshire. I'm going to spend my whole life, aren't I? Uh, it know, says it here. Explaining you can read this it away if you want. I know. That's what it says. The BBC. Do not tell half truth. <laughs> were well, you or were you not born in Leeds? I was born in Leeds. <laughs> you just said you weren't. No, but I, I wasn't. I didn't live there. I don't know anything about it. I left when I was two or three. I've, you know, uh, okay. I don't know. And I've, then you, you know. moved to Blackpool. Uh, well, we moved all around, sort of Manchester, Blackpool, Burnley, Cone. Like a gypsy. Yeah, like a gypsy. Like a gypsy yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah. Like a gypsy actor in a band called Magic Alex. You moved around England. So, where did where did you spend your formative years? Um, you say because you got a Mancunian accent. Yeah. Well, Manchester. Right, yeah. and whereabouts Manchester? Well, up and down Bellevue. I was there with there oh, for I a bit. I used to go to Bellevue Zoo. And the, right. ra the, the big uh, the speedway thing. The yeah, the, Bel truck. the Bellevue Aces. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Oh, what was that guy? That did you have speedway down? I think it's a northern thing. It's like uh, possibly dripping. Is and, that a brand's uh, hatch? Is that something to do with that? It's like but it. speedway. No, it's on like motorbikes with no brakes on. All right. Yeah, no, the, I don't think we have. It's that, about leathers. Anyway, we digress. Um, Magic Alex. So you're in Manchester. Uh, well, join, no, join the eighties. 
Yeah, yeah, up there and about. And then, no, then I went to Blackpool College, then I went to London. So I came to London at 18, uh, 1988. So was Magic Alex formed in London? Yeah. Right, were yeah. there Cockneys in the group? There was uh, no Cockneys in the group. Oh, right, because see, that's usually a recipe for not making it. Yeah. Uh, so what was the, so what What happened? Did you, did you ever have a, have a record deal? Um, no, we got offered a record deal, but I was just about to break it. I'd just done the lakes and I was doing human traffic. And I couldn't afford to take time off like a year and travel around in a van. Human traffic. I don't. Sorry, I know. Danny Dyer. Yeah. Discuss. Yeah, I, I love Danny Dyer. Me too. I've had, I've had a, I've had a, I've had a few funny nights out with him. Was he as? What's the word? Up for it. Up for it back then as he is now. He's a, he's a good lad. It has to be said. He's a good lad. Yeah, and I think he's calmed down quite a lot. I haven't seen him for a while, but um. Uh, last time I saw me, was a lot calmer. We were coming out of the Enemy Awards one evening, and uh, we all piled in the back of a, a, you know, one of those people carrier things. And he came out directly after us, loads of paparazzi. And for some reason, he, he decided that he was going to pile in our van, but there was no room for him. And the kind of door shut, and we was going, "There's no room, Danny." And he was going, "Please, mate, don't make me go back out there in front of the pipes." Really embarrassing. Oh, so we yeah. had to start, start squeeze him in. And uh, he spent the next four hours talking to Tom Meehan um, uh, at the Summer Hotel Bar. But somebody's waving at me. I think we have actually got David got... Williams on the phone, who is bobbing up and down in the Thames <laughs> for charity. David? Can I speak to Dermot, please? Can it, yeah, well, I'm afraid Dermot is um, off doing his X Factor thingy-music. So you've got me, Matt Morgan and John Simmers in the studio. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm a bit knackered. Um, I'm somebody tell somebody a hundred miles. Really? Wow. And uh, it's taken its toll on uh, my physical well-being, but also my mental health. Really? So, um, yeah. somebody so tells I was, me you. I was going through Oasis songs. <laughs> as I was singing, as I was swimming. Okay, I was... okay, David, I can cut you off at any point. You know that, don't you? <laughs> no, well, you know I'm a big fan of yours. I do, I do. But listen to me, uh, somebody told me you've, you've not been very well, you've been taken in water, is that right? Well, I don't know what it was, but I had a very, very bad tummy now. Oh. And I was uh, being sick and also... Oh. Um, in, in the Thames? The poo was coming out and it was very watery. Oh. In the Thames? In the Thames? No, not in the Thames, in the toilet before I got in the Thames anyway. And I'm, I, my speed went right down and I couldn't really swim anymore. Oh. So, over. are you having second thoughts about actually doing this now? I mean, because you, know, you, you don't have to do it, do you? No, no, no. So, I mean, it's uh, beyond second thoughts. It's, uh, Tell me this. Which way, which way are you actually swimming? Are you swimming away from London or into London? Uh, I, I, this may this may come as a uh, as a surprise to you, David, but I'm not actually a professional radio person. <laughs> no, but you might read a newspaper at some point. I know. Listen, all I know about you is you live in my old house. You're my friend. You're doing some ludicrous thing for charity. That's it. Towards London. Okay, and well, I start off in Letchlade on Monday, which right. is in Oxfordshire, which you probably don't know. I own a little bit of it. <laughs> and um, and uh, so we're hoping to end up um, sort of opposite the Houses of Parliament on Monday at about 6pm. That's the plan. Right. And tonight I'll be uh, ending up at Old Windsor. Right, what, what, the your, castle? Your good friend Sir Elton John lives. Oh, do say hello to him. <laughs> I haven't seen him since your wedding, actually. Widely regarded <laughs> as the second best wedding of all time, by all accounts. Um, yeah. Now, l listen... Um, so you're doing this for comic relief, that's right, isn't it? 
No, I'm raising money for BDI. <laughs> now, David, seriously, seriously, you're gonna get, you're gonna uh, listen. You will, you, you will, in fact, get sued for that comment. I assure you. No, it's for Sport Relief, which is a sister charity of Comet Relief, oh. and it helps people living in poverty in the UK and around the world. I've seen a lot of the projects myself, so I'm not doing this for fun. It is no fun, and so far, well, I know you haven't been following. You've no interest in me, but we've raised over half a million pounds. Wow. Thanks oh, to the generosity nice. of the British public. So I'm hoping in this conversation with you, yeah. the uh, the tens of listeners at home <laughs> will pick up the phone and uh, donate some money or go to www.sportrelief.com well, uh, slash Valium. Listen, let me tell you how popular this radio show is. You're listening to it and you're in the Thames, right? <laughs> so think how many people actually listen to it at home. Money. Sorry? Have you donated any money? Sorry, you're breaking up there, mate. I don't know. I think we're going to... I don't know. I don't know. Did it? I can't... I, don't, I heard the word... I don't heard the word have you and donated and money in the same sentence. And he's gone. Is he gone? You give so much. You, you almost give too much. Well... British public. Well, I do. I do. And I'm not giving any more. And on that note, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up there, David. Right, I'll see you soon, mate. Oh, was that it? That's it. That's it. How dare you ask me for money live on air? How dare you? And you'll be receiving a letter from Liam's lawyer forthwith. And um, I'll see you very soon. And please, please donate some money yourself because I know you're very, very rich. Yeah, you're I know you're mean. Yeah. But please make an exception. I'm not mean. You're breaking up there, mate. Sorry, I didn't get any of that. Anyway, so moving on. Moving on. There's people cheering in the background. Did you hear that? It's mad, isn't it? He's treading water. You think people are throwing money at him while he's swimming? Hopefully. Catches it in his mouth. 50 <laughs> like a clever fish. Yeah. He um, does live in your old house, doesn't he? He does. We went to a party at his house. Remember that night? Yes. It was right. a it was a it was a funny old night, wasn't it? Mm. Has he, he, cha- he changed the house quite a lot since you read it, didn't he? It looks like the inside of a, a, a avant-garde chap- Japanese restaurant now. Yeah, it's very futuristic. I can't imagine it yeah, like that. Yeah, it's crazy, but um yeah, that party was it was a bit mad. Mm. Not 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 mad in like the mad parties I used to have. I mean they were they were mad, but it was. If I say the words Richard and Judy, they were there. That was that's Dale Winton was there, wasn't he? Dale Winton was there. It was, it was like the pages of Hello Magazine. <laughs> I've got to say, it was it was it was crazy. So, um, are we going to play? John, you're going to play another... I noticed you didn't chirp up there, John, when they were asking for donations. Yeah, I've... Um, Having not... children yourself, I thought that was very... Well, <laughs> I, was, uh, I thought I'd leave you to it. I was, I was watching you do your interview technique. Um, it's hang on a minute, John, there's me. no technique going on here. I am actually... Again, I'll say this. I'm not a professional radio person. I actually write songs for it. I am winging this. You are good, though. It's, I'm not surprised. It's, it's surreal. It's, it's surreal being interviewed by you, I've got to say. Really? S- surreal, yeah. yeah. I keep looking up and it's you. Yeah. <laughs> really? Me smooth. It's not Paxman, but it's good. Who's Paxman? Jeremy Paxman. Are you aware of any culture or media in but this whole world? I'm aware of the culture <laughs> that I'm involved in. Yeah. Because I'm aware of the Russell Brand thing that we used to, aware of what you do. In fact, tell the people at home what you're up to at the minute. You're, you're writing a sitcom, aren't you? I have written a sitcom. Um, and sitcom. it's on Channel 4 on Friday the 16th at 10.30. It's called The Fun Police. Tell them what it's about. Uh, health and safety inspectors. But not, now, ba- not bashing them. No, 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 no. No. And Rick Reeves is in it. Reese Darby. Load of other brilliant people. Right. And you're also, you've got your fingers in a couple of pies at the minute, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You're doing something, yes, something else, because you've been in Bristol a lot. I've been in you? Bristol filming another thing for another, well, the same channel, but I don't know how many times I can mention them. Say it once more. Channel 4. 
and uh, that's uh, very good. Uh, well, it's a pilot at this, this stage, so you know, don't want to give too much away. Yeah, but you're on a roll now. You're getting commissioned by stuff. Channel Four. Yeah, quite a lot, aren't you? Yeah. yeah so you've moved on since Russell uh, effectively got you the sack from the yeah, BBC. Exactly. I actually went to see him the other night. I told him I was doing it with his ex on the radio, and he had a little, <laughs> he had a oh little, he had a little thousand-yard stare. Have you seen that advert? What, um, what's his name's in the Belgian fella? Oh yeah, you're all scanning on about this. Uh, what's the, that bloke's name? It escapes karate. me. What's John his Claude name? Van Damme. John Claude Van Damme. You know that bit where uh, the little tear comes down. He's he, yeah, yeah, and he walked off like a penguin. Oh, did Russell have a little yeah. moment? I said, you know, me and Matt are doing a radio show on Radio Two Live to the Nation. He was kind of like, yeah, I'll come on. But uh, he's not called back, so he's not coming on. But anyway, John, your next tune, please. I'm sorry about this, mate. <laughs> no, I'm, to do I'm, this just, I'm marvelling at this. This is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is all scripted. We've worked on this for months. <laughs> the most professional thing I've ever been involved in. Uh, what am I doing here? In introducing the next song. Uh, this is I'm Waiting for the Man by the Velvets Underground. the man by the Velvet Underground so we've got to say goodbye to John thanks for coming in mate and ruining your Saturday and all that getting you away from the kids now I'm going to Absolute ask pleasure. I'm going to ask all the guests here today what are you having for your tea tonight uh, I've no idea sorry I've no idea your missus not making anything in particular uh, she probably is but she hasn't told me what it is yet well if you're listening Kate just give the uh, give the put the order in now um, <laughs> let me think I think we should get a curry in darling right, right there you go <laughs> curry Curry, chicken biryani. Um, right now, it's time for the news. This is BBC. Oh yeah, no. Hang on a minute. I... Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, is... whoa! What? You just said it's time for the news. We have to do. A oh, trail. we've got to do a trail, haven't we? A little trail. There, this is a trail of something. <laughs> Jingle. Tonight, the last night of the prom spills out from the Royal Albert Hall and into London's Hyde Park. Whatever I do without you? Can only be problems in the park. Tonight from 7.30 on BBC Radio 2. OK, thus proving that we are not professional people here today. Um, coming up in the next hour, we've got a band from Manchester called The Folks. They were outside and um, very relaxed, by all accounts. And um, you can still ask me some questions. We haven't got any questions for Matt. Uh, and we're going to be talking to, uh, well, who knows? Maybe a Hollywood A-list celebrity. Maybe not. But anyway, this... Is now it's time for the news. This is BBC Radio 2 online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. Play jingle. BBC News at four o'clock. This is Ricky Salmon. NATO is reported online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. Noel Gallagher in for Dermot O'Leary. Oh, I love the way you pointed at me then. That was brilliant. That's Matt been queuing. Matt I have to queue you. Really, Matt was pushing up faders, pointing at me. <laughs> Go. Um, OK. Dermot always kicks off the middle hour of his show. I'm sure you know. You that listen to Dermot's show if you've not already switched off. Um, but he's a, a segment called the Indie Disco, where you get to take us back to your adolescence. I'm reading this off a sheet of paper, by the way. I don't think I've gone mad. The resident DJ today is David Shackleton in Whitby. Let's see what he's picked. <laughs> well, we're meant to talk about it, aren't we? No, he meant to play. What about his thing? He's written a whole thing. Oh, that's to afterwards. You. Look under the script there. Oh, that's man. afterwards. You've got to play Primal Scream. Play it.
That's it, yeah, that's right, Matt. It's fading out. Yeah. Yeah. That was Moving On Up by Primal Scream. Now, this chap, David Shackleton, if indeed that is his real name, has written... Uh, what would we describe it as? A speech. Has he written a... Sp- uh, well, they must... They must... Dermot must read this out and then... Yeah. It's quite you know. long, I think. Yeah. He says... He spelt this... O-R-I-T-E. O-R-I-T. No, all he's probably... right, no. The music in the 90s was superb and there was an incredible atmosphere at the time before the millennium. There was Euro 96 and a new government and a real air of optimism in the country when Britpop was the pride of our nation. Well, firstly, David, the new government came in in 97. Okay. In, didn't you go around their house so you'd know that? I was actually invited... To Downing Street. To Downing Street for them to say, thanks, Noel, for getting us in. Anything we can do with a little thing <laughs> called a tax bill, you just give us a shout. They amounted to nothing in the end. And there was a real air of optimism in the country. Because I felt that, round about 97, walking down Oxford Street, just going, I feel really, really optimistic. I felt pretty happy. You feel optimistic, Didn't you, like, say, at the Brits? Like, what do you think of the future? For Tony Blair and stuff like that. There was that did sort I? of feeling. Did yeah, I, did. I wouldn't yeah. take notice of anything I said at any of the Brits <laughs> do, as I was, if I was... I was away with the fairies. But yeah. it was an optimistic time. <clears throat> Well, it probably just felt like that the uh, the old Tory party and all that mob were coming to an end. But I, I, don't, I don't. It's because they kept playing D Ream. Things can only get better, and we all got hoodwinked. Did you? Did you vote? I mean, no. We can, can we talk about politics on radio? Can we? No. Somebody's going doing that thing where they go. <laughs> nah, we'd rather you didn't, but mainly because it's boring. Yeah. Okay. Come well, on, with that in mind, we'll have, did David's you vote speech. Labour in '97? <laughs> um, David then goes on to say. Um, there's real optimism in the country when Britpop was the pride of our nation. God, dark times. Wasn't it? That was our hey? main export. We put a man on top of Everest. Hey, we brought the four-minute mile. We invented penicillin. But you know what the pride of our nation was? Ocean colour scene. Menswear. <laughs> yeah, what, about, what about menswear and elastica? See, Concord? There's nothing on the new menswear album, that. Um... These tunes bring back great memories of partying all night, Thursdays to Sundays, when the afternoon was spent in the Plowyard Beer Garden for a major hair of the dog session. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. I would like to dedicate them to all my friends in Whitby who shared these decadent but happy time. He's not, not getting the word decadent in Whitby, please. I don't think so. I would like to dedicate them to all my friends in Whitby who shared these decadent but happy times with me, especially the Lawton's nightclub regulars who, <laughs> like me, are now with kids and not as wild, only occasionally. Only occasionally. Only occasionally. <laughs> Little X Factor, final parties and all that, probably. But yeah. um, the next to um, signify his wild youth... And his decadent past. He's picked the Stereophonics. Yeah, friends of yours. Kelly is a very good friend of mine. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't associate this song or any of their songs with decadence. I mean, has he never heard of Oasis? Yeah, you were decadent. He hasn't chosen you at all. I was particularly decadent. But um, we're going to play. You got your finger on the trigger now. Well, it's here. This is yeah. "Local Boy" in the photograph by the Stereophonics. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh dear. Uh, that was the Stereophonics, uh, local boy in the photograph. Um, the sound of David Shackleton's wild partying nights in Whitby around about sure, the time of Euro 96. Um, we did, a guy, the producer came in before and said that if we mentioned politics, we have to give a balanced view here. And I, I obviously we mentioned that I'd vote voted Labour in 97, and uh, to balance that out, um, I'm going to inform the nation that, Matt, you are a screaming Tory. Screaming Tory. Read the Telegraph. Oh, yeah. And the Mail. Yep. Hate Russell Brand. Oh, God. That don't, guy. Don't we all? <laughs> uh, right. Um, what's his name? David has got one this more. This is his third song. This is his third decade. Primal Scream is decadent. I know all those guys. They can live it up. Stereophonics. Hmm. Travis <laughs> and Driftwood is coming up now, Matt. You see, you should have pressed it then. That would have been that would have like been I thought slick, we were going to slick slick discuss how undecadent Travis are. But did you ever meet him? I know him well. I know Andy and uh, I know well. I know him well. We toured with them extensively. Oh, really? Good lads. Decadent or no? Go to not early. decadent. Ever partied with them? Um, <clears throat> Andy Dunlop. Yeah, he can he can stick it away a bit," mm. said the actress to the bishop. Um, <laughs> I'm obviously talking about alcohol there. Um, I wouldn't call them decadent. Uh, this next song is called "Driftwood." The decadent sounds. Oh, Travis and Driftwood. We just smashed the studio up listening to that, didn't we? I went right decadent. I went, I've just ordered a uh, diamond necklace for my wife off oh. uh, QVC. Let's put our tops back on and carry on. I'm going to put my socks back on at least. Oh. Are you hot? You're saying you I were hot? I was a little bit... No, I'm just sweaty, but I think it's just the... Uh, well, you just had a big... You just had a coffee, haven't you? Yeah. This like, isn't probably great radio, really, but if anyone's interested... No one's interested. Apparently... Go on, anyway, have you got some, some, some questions there? Adam Gosling... That's not even a real name. Yes, it is. It's a baby goose. He's not a goose. Adam the baby goose. Limald's name was Christopher Hamill. Mark was Luke Skywalker. I just looked that up. I'm not as sad as Noel to actually know it. Good luck, lads. Nice having you back on air. What was so, his name? So Limal is a like anagram of Hamill. So that What's you an anagram right. of Gosling? Um, yeah. Slingo? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I was kind of right. Yeah, you were. You just... In your, you know. Don't listen. I'm, 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 I'm pretty. I'm an expert on pop music in the eighties. Ask me a question, any question. What about pop music? Apart in the from 80s? any, apart from any of the names of the members of Kajagoogoo. Um, who was the guitarist in Culture Club? Guy with blonde hair. Oh yeah, that's the answer. Gary, Chris. Gary what? <laughs> Gary from Culture Club is how he was referred to. I think you'll find. Oh, his name was Chris or Dave. The drummer so you don't from know. Culture Club. The drummer from Culture Club. He's one of his kids was at my daughter's uh, daughter's school. Really? Yeah. He accused me of vocal culture my daughter once because she had a lead in the school play. Did you vocal culture? It's like, yes. No. <laughs> Did you hear her? She had the lead. Um, do you have some questions from listeners? Yes. Noel, are you aware that you looks like an owl? How does this make you feel? I don't know if you look like I an look owl. Like an owl. Look sort of wise. I've got a bit of a big ooter. Yeah, and the eyebrows yeah. and the sort Hang of... Hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. What's wrong with the eyebrows? Whoa. Back off. Back off. No, beardy, beardy boy. There's <laughs> <laughs> an owl like... I was... <clears throat> Wisdom to you. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that, yeah. Who sent that in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're good. Hey, 
Kim. Kim. Let's just say Kim. I don't Kim. know why her name's crossed out. Uh, because she's probably embarrassed. Go on. Will Noel do his Donovan impression again? Of who? My so son? Six, yeah, well, no, no, no. Donovan himself, I think. Because we were talking about that the other day. Oh, on the, on the web chat thing. Well, it wasn't, it was not, yeah. Well, he did, he did, it ended up sounding like James Mason. But, um, so he's from Scotland. He's a 60s pop star. I don't, who know, you I don't love. know whether he is. I, I do love him. I've got most of his records up until the kind of late seven, uh, no, early But he started talking like that. He did start talking like that. So then I wrote songs about seagulls and jesters and crows. And uh, it kind of always a bit, it was a bit of a surreal evening, wasn't it? It was quite weird. Jimmy, well, Jimmy Page got and played. Um, well, on Sunshine Superman with him twice, yeah. Yeah. as I imagine. He dropped his plectrum and he was scrabbling around for it. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> it, but you, yeah, yeah, didn't you remember that? Remember, that we got and Kat, my, my uh, uh, we'll call her, we'll call her PA. She sat in there and uh, she said, how, how many of you go on this Donovan gig? I think there's like six of us. She put in there about four grand's worth of booze. Seriously. Really? Do you not see the amount of booze that was in that box? Uh, yeah, at the leave. Right, when we were leaving, we le left hundreds of bottles of beer and the woman said where are you all going we're like we're getting off she said well what about what are you going to do with all this drink and we're like well well you can have it she said what about all the other stuff behind the bar yeah. and then spent put about 10 grand it was your stag do wasn't it but you didn't I was, you wasn't didn't want to admit do? it was a stag do oh yeah of course stag do was going to see donovan at royal albert hall i know i didn't want to say anything but <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a stag do and then off for mini golf <clears throat> it happened to be around the time of my wedding and sarah my wife my lovely wife uh, said, "Oh, you can have that as you like telling me I could have it as my stag do. You can have that as your stag do. Thank you. <laughs> Go see Donovan. We all got a little party bag, didn't we? We did get a goodie bag, and what was in it? There were some finger sandwiches and some booze that Kat had over overspent yeah. on. But um, anyway, it's another question. Yeah. What's your favourite apps in your iPad? Because it does make me laugh that you use an iPad." I just can't, you don't, you know... You I don't seem like an iPad. The, the guy who'd be all technical and stuff, you know. Why, why did you do a kung fu move there? Just, you know. Guy'd be all technical. But it's like a Space Age whiz kid. Um, what's my favourite app? I don't really... Uh, the app that gets used the most is when I'm trying to... Um, I'm trying to placate my son, Donovan, uh, Angry Birds, and it's like, get on that. That'll kind of keep him interested for... But what do you use? I don't... I, Come on, there must be something. The, the Manchester Evening News. Other regional papers are available. They're not as good or as relevant to me. I that a lot. Um, apps are the ones you download. They're not the ones that come with it, are they? No, they're... they're the newspapers. Yeah. I download the newspapers. I don't buy the newspapers anymore. Right. Um, download them. And, um, yeah, this is, um, this is uh, you know, cameras and all that kind of gear. I do like an iPad, though. Yeah. If you're listening, anybody from Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like one. <laughs> Uh, other um, tablets are available for use. But they're not as good. No. Okay. No, what is your personal opinion about the band REM? Yeah. Is that it? In a sound? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, well, I like a few of the tunes. I'm not a fan, I've got to say, but I don't dislike them. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I don't dislike them, but I'm not a fan. Half a World Away, your song. Yeah. It's the same title as an REM song called Half a World Away, which they called it that first. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but one can't copy a title of a song. I didn't know. Did you know that? Oh, is that lawyer speak? No, you can't. You can't copyright. Um, you can't, can't copy. You? No. Well, so someone did a song called Wonderwall, they could just... Like, you couldn't do Well, Wonderwall, I nicked that off George Harrison's song, so... 
I suppose. I say, I'm rephrase that. I didn't steal it. I allowed myself <laughs> to be influenced by a George Harrison uh, song of the same name. So if you're from the estate of George Harrison, do get in touch. Uh, the estate of George Harrison, very cool with me. I know his wife. Oh, right. okay. yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Harrison. <laughs> going to listen to a song then? Uh, we're going to play. One of your choices? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what we're going to play. We're going to play. It's a new tune by Paul Weller that's available on Tinternet. Uh, it's called Starlight. And I was down the studio when he's working on this, and it sounds very groovy. That was uh, Paul Weller and Starlight. What do you reckon to that, Matt? I like that. Yeah? Good. Quite clubby, isn't it? Mm, Reminds a bit me dancey. The, yeah, it's, it's got a very Ibiza-esque sound. Sort of like something you're working on, or you've worked on. Your uh, latest tune. Well, yeah, mine's a bit mine's a bit more, mine's a bit less Ibiza-esque than that. Mm. Mine's got a bit more of a, a rocky feel to it, oh, I think, yeah. It's one of your favourites, though, isn't it, my new yeah. single? <laughs> <laughs> yes, isn't it, it is. Isn't it? Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. Right, now we've got a band in the studio called Folks, and I believe you're from... Who am I going to direct? Who's the main man here? Oh, that'd be me, I think, no. Right, you're, so you're all from Manchester? I'm from a, a lovely little uh, village called Reddish, Cheshire. Reddish? Not far from you, that. It is indeed. Uh, yeah, well, near Burnage, we're yeah, walking down. We, we might have gone to uh, up to the girl. There's a girls' school in Reddish. Is that right? Is there a, an old girls' school? No, no. It's uh, Reddish Vale. No, no. Reddish Vale. Reddish Vale. Basketball. You play basketball. Basketball. <laughs> in the eighties. No, no one's no, got no, a court. No. I think. No. And um, <clears throat> so you're. Uh, have you? So you're from Manchester. Are you? You are from Manchester. Where are you from? There, Egg Shaker. Uh, I am from the Egg Shaker. Uh, right. From Fog Lane, actually. Fog in, Lane. In between. Well, you're it depends from on where. You're from round. Sort of it, it depends on who asks me. If like some, if I want to try and be posh, then I say I'm from Didsbury, and then maybe if you ask me, I'd say I was from Burnage. Right. But I'm actually just in the middle of both. In Fog so Lane. Um, right, and how old? How old are you all? Oof. Uh, it's ranging. Oof. I'm 22. Really? Yeah. You? 34. 34. What? Yeah. 34? Are you only putting a debut album out at 34? That's right. What have you been doing? You've been in prison. No, no, no. Not been in no, it. I've been, I've been working, mate. <laughs> you've, been, Graft, you've been busy grafting, working. Grafting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never mind that rock and roll vocation malarkey. I'm busy working <laughs> now. What's your name? Michael. Michael. Are you, yeah. you're, you're from Manchester as well. Originally, no. You're not born at St Mary's. Then uh, my family got out of there and. Did they, did they escape? They they escaped. Escaped. Through a toilet window or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah the back. And it's nice to know they brought you with them. Uh, so you play. Obviously, you play the guitar. Yeah. I am interested to find out what your name is. What's your name? Uh, my name's Tom. Are you from Manchester or are you just a student? <laughs> I'm a student. I'm originally from Sheffield, but Manchester. You're from Sheffield and you've mm. moved to Manchester? Yeah. Whereabouts in Manchester do you live? Uh, I live in Oldham Street, Northern Quarter. Nice. Mm. Nice. I went. Up, I was back in Manchester recently, it's all changed that Northern Quarter, hasn't it? Now listen, you've got an album out. Yes. Tell me this, why is it not called That's All? What do you mean? That's all folks. That's all folks. Some people did yeah. suggest that, actually. Mm. Uh, I think uh, a guy that you know, in fact, we're, Terry Kirkbride. Bongo, we call him. Bongo Terry. Bongo. Do you know Terry? Yeah, we know Terry. And right. Nath. And, yeah. and, he, and um, <laughs> do me a favour. If you ever get to make a best of, that's all folks. It's <laughs> got to be called that. It's, it's got to be called that. that's all folks. So you're going to play um, a song for us, um, and it's called... Avalanche. Avalanche. Is this on your new album? That's right, that's now, right. You are opening up for me on, uh, is it one gig? 
in or the two moment, gigs. Yeah. What do you mean at the moment? <laughs> I tell you, mate, you're peaking at that gig there. So you're opening up for me at one gig on on my uh, on my tour. Yeah. Is this your best tune? Um, are you throwing? Are you are you are you laying down the gauntlet here? Uh, well, you know it's it's good to open up with with your best tune, but uh, this is our free download at the minute, so we, we're we're punting this one. You're so already giving stuff away for well, free. Well, 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 good well, God, yeah. good God, you've got to. And uh, uh, people should know at home that you're you're actually part of. Um, your is it your you're actually your manager, Grimmy. I used to go to the hacienda with him. A lot. So he calls us. Does he? Does he? He does. Does he drop it a lot? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> no. It was I actually. To be fair though, we spent three great years running around that nightclub, going bananas and going to raves before they were called raves. But anyway, enough of that. So this song is called Avalanche, and these are folks from Manchester. Thank you. Take it away, boys. I got nowhere to go now Can't stand aside I have to say, lads, I'm pretty impressed by that. That's good singing. Nice. What do you reckon, well, Matt? Very good. Very good. Harmonies, now, loved it. Max into death metal. Is it fair to say it's death metal, isn't it? You're into? Well, no, not really. I've seen that tattoo on your wrist, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> love death metal, it says. <laughs> <laughs> there was a clue there. <laughs> now, um, right, I'm going to... There's, there's a thing... Who's Harry Gummery? Who's Harry Gummery? Harry's our bass player. Yeah. yeah. Didn't make it on the train. Great name. What? No, he's, uh, he's just, uh, we were playing, where were we playing? Edinburgh yesterday. Well, you left ago. him behind, did you? Um, <laughs> no. He's still well, in the back of the van, I think. We Have you any idea one. where he is, any of you? <laughs> Last time I saw him, Noel, it was at 5.30 this morning when you've he was been dropping me off. You haven't killed him, have you? Because you've been very non-committal, all of you. Where is he? We hope. I, I, I only, this, right you're, you're, you're really, <laughs> honestly, the sort of fishy guys. Have you fired him? Have you, has he been sacked? No, I think so. We're only allowed people in here as well. If you're listening... Where would, are you? Yeah, yes, would you probably not? Phone in. Yeah, fo well, text in. Don't phone in. That'd be awkward. Just text in <laughs> and uh, see if you've got a question for the lads. Um, now we're going to go some talking points here. You played Edinburgh last night. That's right. Yeah. yeah I've got, got to say, was it a late one? It was. It was. It ran a little bit later than than we thought, and then uh, we met some great lads actually. So we had a uh, lads. A, yeah. Oh, lads. I, I, hang on a minute. And mate. girls with you them. Don't, no, 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 no. Not not girls with lads. Not at your age. Is that a blur song? We, we met. <laughs> Ooh. You're, you're, take that egg shaker off him and his tambourine. <laughs> That's why we put him as far Out. away as possible. Go with Mr. Gummery, wherever he is. You met a load of lads after the well, gig. Uh, there were was, was some girls there as well, of course, but we, we met some nice guys in. Uh, nice in guys? Come on, man. A little psychedelic group called the Merrilees. No? That was it. The Merrilees. Yeah. Pretty bonkers. Um, yeah. But <laughs> they did us a real thing. <laughs> 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 it was pretty bonkers. Pretty bonkers. There was guys in a psychedelic band. Bonkers. They were crazy clothes. But right, no, well, they were crazy and old. Uh, but the good thing is that they spotted that our van door was open as we were leaving. We were in, we so were in a bit of a rush. We could have had a bad one. Yeah, oh, right, really, okay. really bad. You, you, uh, well, is, right. is that where Harry is? You know what? Is he hanging out? Did that? he fall out the back of the van or something? Yeah, okay, and you know, it also says that you only you only formed at the start of this year. Seriously. And here you are on radio. I'm reading this. Here you are on radio two. Essentially, you've bypassed twenty years of a career to That's end up right. here today. Well, you were so asking what I've been doing, so uh, I saved it all up and thought I'd get it all done in one. What bit. have you been doing for thirty-eight years? What have you been doing? Well, um, I've been. I've I mean, been... I wonder you're meeting lads after the gig. <laughs> Starting at thirty-eight. You said he wasn't going to be hard work. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
what, what no, have you been doing? You know, we, 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 everyone's been doing music for, for, for a long time, but it's, it's like kind of all come together at this point. And maybe if it did come together a little bit earlier, it would have been a little bit different, but I'm glad that we're here now, so. That's a good... I'll tell you what, mate, with an answer like that, you're going well on Jules Holland, you. <laughs> now, um, so where did you all meet? How did it all come about? Where did we meet, Scott? I can't remember. Where was it? Hang on, you don't know who your bass player is? Yeah. <laughs> you can't much. remember how you all met? That's why we've got a good manager, I Okay, so I'll tell you what you're doing next after yeah, yeah, this. Please, yeah, please, please, yeah. on that sheet. Good Lord, hey? The youth of today. Where did we meet? Where did you meet? We met in Manchester. Uh, well, uh, come on, that's become a little bit obvious already. <laughs> yeah, I think we're at a G2 rehearsal room. <laughs> Just bumped into each other and said, hey, do you fancy starting a group? You look all right. Hey, well, we've all oh, got, thank you very much. We've all got different stories, hey, haven't we? Like, I came in through Grimmy. Because uh, a band that I used to be involved in, okay, um, our managers was friends with uh, with Grimmy. Grimmy and all that, and then so he just said, "He's met these. He's been with these two for ages." So you were kind separate, of right. So you ca- so one. some so Grimmy the Svengali has kind of put you together in a, in a roundabout way. I a think bit like a bit like take that. Definitely for me and uh, Johnny J as well, a Manchester producer. Johnny he, J. Yeah, he. Uh, it was all Who like, are these people? Johnny really J? Was, do you know Johnny J? <laughs> of course you know radio? Johnny J. Johnny J on this from Radio J. 4. Okay. <laughs> now, um, this says here, ironically, the next bit, it is going to sound funny now. Scott, how are you enjoying the female attention? Uh, I don't seem to be getting much at the minute. It seems to be a load well, of uh, Edinburgh lads. Evidently so. Yeah, yeah. When so you get, ask, when me you, na- ask me that after your gig. But, oh... Well, it won't. Well, it'll be ladies' attention. There won't be no girls. It'll exactly. be, be ladies of exactly. a certain age. Um, now, it also says that you you record your songs on mobile phones. What, what, what does that mean? Like demos we we record. On, oh right, on okay. Phones. So yeah, right. we don't we don't we don't go that far. Not like that. Right, you've not like you've, you've yeah, not done the album on a mobile phone, true. have you? Right, so you're going to attempt. I mean, I'm flabbergasted even reading this that you mob are now going to attempt a cover by Pink Floyd. Is that right? And the song is. Fearless. Why have you chosen to do this? Wow. Live on the radio? It's the 40th anniversary of metal, so... Yeah. Mm. I'd mark that. Good album. Yeah. Of course. John, John Leckie's Of course, it's the 40th anniversary of metal. Why didn't we think of that and play some Pink Floyd? Mm-hmm. Because we're all... Because they're all your choices on the radio. <laughs> That's right, they're all my choices. It's going well, so well, Travis wasn't my choice, neither was uh, the Stereophonics. But anyway, right, so this is folks from uh, Manchester, um, and they're going to do one for the lads. Fearless by Pink Floyd. I'm very impressed with your singing, lads. I hope we've passed the audition. Well, let's see how you go on the night, eh? Bring the, bring <laughs> the, bring it's the, harsh, isn't it? Bring that the, was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was lovely. I, I'm, I'm very impressed to say they've done a gig last night and they can sing four-part harmonies like that. That's good. Yeah. But in front of a baying mob of middle-aged ladies, it's a different <laughs> game altogether, you see, guys. So I wonder how you're going to perform on the night. But anyway, look, um, just before you go, what are you having for your tea tonight, you, Egg Shaker? Uh is that in reference to those notes you've got there, or just the... No, 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 I'm just asking you what you're having for your tea. Uh, what are you making, Mum? Text in. <laughs> okay, if you've got to get your starting for your mum, she's obviously listening. Yeah, yeah, well, uh... Get it in. Parlor, a what? Whatever you're making. Uh, an impala? <laughs> a what? I'd quite like a tape... No, uh, my mum's name's Kath Barlow. Oh, Kath... Yeah. She's not from Coronation Street. No. no. She's not one of the Barlows. No. Ask her 
Have you going to put an order in for your tea or what? Uh, all right, hot pot. Betty's. <laughs> Scott. Burrito. Babe Magnet. Burrito. Uh, what? Burrito. Oh, the famous Manchester burrito. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm uh, the same as Scott now, burrito. We're obsessed by him way. since we had him at Paquito Mass in Sunset way. Boulevard. It's the only way. Okay. You're obviously on acid because we're in... We're, you, 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 you come from Manchester. Yeah. You're not on Sunset Boulevard. I've had two hours sleep. Man. After Inverness, two hours sleep and then the train down here. It's rock and roll, baby. Yeah. Two hours sleep, man. I'm thinking of burritos. <laughs> Can you get it? You? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably some toast or something. Can't really. Cook. <laughs> <laughs> probably, some, probably some toast. You mentioned you're going to go with beans. Couple. Beans on yeah, that. I'm student after all. Beans. Uh, if I can afford it, yeah, I might do. <laughs> if you can afford it. <laughs> If you can afford beans, cat, can you sort this this side out a tin of beans? Seventy nine pence. It's pretty thin in that. Where do you shop for your beans? Uh, I don't shop for my beans. I have a person that does that for me. I have a little man. No, I don't. I shop at Waitrose for my beans, like everybody else. Other supermarkets are available. Don't do ooh in a lady like thing. It's my local <laughs> supermarket. We're not all nettles down here, you know. Okay. Anyway, look. Thanks for coming in. These guys, these guys are going to be on tour, hanging out with lads. Between the 8th of September and uh, November the 23rd, they're going to be playing all over the place. That's they're even right, supporting yeah. Miles Kane. Yeah. Do you yeah. know Miles? Have I've you met, met Miles yet? yet? I've not met him yet. If you see him when he's on tour and he's wearing gloves like he's prone to do, slap him on the back of his hand and tell him that I said, get your gloves off, you right, pansy. You're right. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, so they're playing all over the place, singing beautifully. Well done, lads. I'll see you on the night. This plate of food here is actually your rider for the night wow. so if you can take that with you there's apples That's... bananas hummus and some um, what would you call those uh, call call nachos. Those. yeah there's some nachos yeah, the take those see you at the apollo thank um so be good nice one don't make a mess on the way out thank you very much Cheers, what are we going to do now are we jingling now no no we're playing we played a change playing who's it hang on a minute whose idea was that was that his idea in there well, it was yours these it are all your songs aren't they this is carry on by crosby stills nash and young One morning, I woke up. Be Matt Everett in the company of Björk. Sunday from midday. On BBC Radio 6 Music. Mmm. That sounds interesting, doesn't it? Yes. You think? The first time. Wonderful. Hey. Right, well, there went folks. They were pretty good, weren't they? They good were really singing, good. I really like that. I really like them. Yeah. yeah. Good lads. We'll see them on the night. See them at the roundhouse. They always play a big see part. They, they always play a big part. Let's see if they can bring... The magic. Bring it. bring it, yeah, bring the magic. Um, this next song I'd like to dedicate to the folks manager, Grimmy. This is a big Hacienda classic. It's called Don't Scandalize Mine by Sugar Bear. Once more, time after time. Don't scandalize mine. Now it's time for the news. This is BBC Radio 2 online on digital and on 88 to 91 FM. Play jingle. Mm. Mongo Jerry. Do you like Mongo Jerry? Um, I've never really heard of them until that, but I was That's impressed good. by their lyrical could, could you skills. guess what that song's called? All right, all right, all right. Very perceptive of you. Um, this is Noel Gallagher in for Dermot O'Leary. We've got... 50 minutes left. I'm here with my very good friend, the original victim, Matt Morgan. I can't believe two hours has gone 
already no. this is a lot easier than I thought and it was I'm going to be. I'm so impressed with your professionalism. You're actually really good at it. Well, thank you very much. But um, we're now we are now we're now winging it now because we haven't got any more guests. Have we got lots of questions though? Have we really? Yes. Well, why don't you fire one at me? Okay. This is a bit weird. It's from Stephen. Does Noel dream? And if so, what about? I I dream really weird. Like last night, I dreamt I had two black holes in my throat. Right. And I was kind of and I, I was thinking, uh oh. I'm gonna have to give up smoking. What? Uh, hang on. What do you mean, black holes? Like just like two little. So air could come like out. Like a them. like a like a vampire had bit in the front of my throat, but they were kind of black holes. Not black holes that are sucking in the universe. No, but like were they all the way through. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was, I could see them, and I was like, Sarah's not going to be pleased with that. She's going to make me give up smoking now. But um, I just dream weird stuff. I never have recurring dreams, or very rarely have nightmares. Really. No. Don't say it in a sinister way. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? We'll see tonight, won't we? Do you have dreams? Do you dream? Yeah, I have really rubbish dreams. I'm always disappointed. Well, because you think anything, your brain could come up with anything. And it's always just me in a room arguing with some people really close. It's just stuff that could have happened that so day. So your, your subconscious disappoints you? Yes. <laughs> I think it's because I'm creative in the daytime. <clears throat> You're not going to have a very interesting afterlife, then, are you? Well, who knows we'll have one. Well, if Better than yours, with black holes in your throat. I'm not going to have an afterlife. I will. I I will go to whence I came. Really? You'll poo poo an afterlife. <laughs> I will be poo poo in an afterlife. Yeah. Right. Do you want another question? Yeah. Why not? You weird man. <laughs> no. You once said that the only person who scares you nightmares good themes is Lee Mavers Mavers from the Lars. And are you still scared of him? I meant musically. I didn't mean like he was like a bully boy, musical <laughs> bully boy. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna come down that London and bully you, la. No, um, I, uh, I, I. Well, do you like that? You, you like metal, don't you? Yeah, but Why like do you all like, sorts what, of. What do you find? What do you find attractive musically about metal? I like the energy of it, but it's not. It's not heavy. It's not what you disco. Think, I'm disco sure. has energy. You you like the. Aggressive, the aggression on it. Does it? Does it kind of? Do you kind of get out some aggressive? I think so. Yeah. Because I've been to metal bars with you, and they're like, well, the one we got to the crowbar is brilliant, but um, they're kind of full of a certain kind of person. I yeah, do believe people were... who like metal. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe there was a fist fight there one night. I was yeah, there with... caused by people who were <laughs> in any way into metal. <laughs> Your pals that you me. It wasn't caused by me. It was caused by someone who was with me. But um. What is it? Because it's very, it's quite tuneless. No, it's not. It's brilliant. What if, if you, if you, you know, could, like Black if, Sabbath? I'll tell you what, before the end of the show, then could you like pick a song that they would have here at Radio Two where you could say, right, this is metal. This is okay. What yeah, I will. Not the Foo Fighters because they're not metal. No, I don't even like the Foo Fighters. What's wrong with the Foo Fighters? I don't. You know, they're all right. I prefer Nirvana. They're not metal. Well, I don't know, but um, you, neither are Foo Fighters. You brought it up. Sorry. Okay. Right. Well. Okay. Right. Then. I will choose a song before the end of the show to play and convert people. But it won't be on like... On mass. Yes. People just be there going, oh, banging at in, the windows. Oh, I was into reggae, now I'm into metal. What's <laughs> happening? Oh, go on, then. Another question. Okay. Um, I heard you talking on... This is from Ryan. I heard you talking on your podcast about being open to working with other musicians. As I'm a fan of Ryan Adams, and I know that you are too, uh, would you ever work with Ryan Adams, basically? I would work... Basically, basically, I would work with Ryan Adams, um, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. He, wears... he covered Wonderwall famously, didn't he? He did. He made me think of it in a different light. He done a version of it which I do now, more or less. 
Oh, like really? That. What yeah. you've changed it to? That's yeah, strange. yeah. I thought his uh, his version had brought out a certain uh, um, a certain blues element to it that I didn't know was there, but I kind of do it now, and um, <laughs> obviously stolen it, and made it my own. That's amazing. Uh, well, it is amazing, and uh, I would be uh, more than willing to work with Ryan Adams. But shall we play a record? We can do, but um, um, we've got a question here from a, a radio tool stalwart. Okay, whatever that means. Hello, Noel. Nice to hear you're back at the old BBC. I always remember something you once said to me. We were in your hot tub at the time, and you held my face in your hands. And you said, Sir Teddy... You and I are going to live forever. But no, if you could live forever. Do you think it would be heaven or hell? (laughs) Is that actually Terry Wogan? Yes, of course it isn't. But I remember the night we were in the hot tub. Yeah. Crazy yes. days. You and Wogan used to hang out quite a lot, didn't you? We did, yeah. Jimmy Young wasn't too pleased at the time, but no. you know, he just couldn't cut it around the supernova heights. But uh, in answer to your question, Sir Terry, <laughs> uh, what was his question? He was saying, if you did live forever, do you think it would be heaven or hell? Well, I'd have thought it'd be heaven because you'd get to experience eventual um, space travel and uh, you know, just hopping on some kind of ship to Mars. But what about all the people you know dying around you? Because it's just you who's surviving. Apart from Sarah and the kids, I'm a mum. I'm not too <laughs> fussed about anyone else, to be honest. You know, well, let's be frank, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that... I mean, but people... forever? Yeah, I think it'd be good living forever. There's a nuclear war and you're just wandering around. Yeah, but at least I'd experience it. Do you know what I mean? Right, OK. Well, imagine, imagine if you've lived forever up to this point. So you were born in, I don't know, the Big Bang. Yeah, all right, and you've, you've seen all the dinosaurs and all that, and you've got to this point now. iPads and stuff like that. Imagine, mm. imagine the life experience you would have had. Imagine the book you could write. It'd be immense, isn't it? Do you know what yeah. I mean? But you'd probably go senile with all the information. No, you head. would because you have nondescript, boring dreams. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd still remain larger than life. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you were eternal. It would be amazing. <laughs> I was in Eternal. <laughs> um, right, what are we doing now? Playing we're a gonna, tune? We're going to listen to Bowie. This is uh, Black Country Rock by David Bowie. That was uh, David Bowie. And uh, Black Country Rock from the album The Man Who Sold the World. Do you say Bowie or Bowie? Bowie, I say. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what. I think I say Bowie, I think. Bowie's not right, I say Bowie. Is that the American way of saying it? Oh, I don't know. But um, the you things I was interested in, I have met David Bowie. Bowie. Yes, I met him before uh, a gig once he'd done at Wembley Arena. I was taken backstage to see him. Oh, he, yeah. I've told, yeah. Yeah, he was putting on makeup. He was doing that, um, you know, that kind of actory thing. Nice guy, though, got to say. He's just looking in the mirror. Just he didn't turn around to you. No, he did. He, I can't remember what he said. He was just, you know, what are you doing here, kind of thing. And I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, but you know, like these bands are reforming. There's a lot of it in the last few years. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I think David Bowie should. should Does get... he not do anything? No, he was yeah. ill, wasn't he? Oh, really? Didn't he have some kind of illness scare? But if you're listening, David, which obviously you are, somewhere, um, we need to tour again. Um, but the one thing that's always interested me about Bowie is all people who are into all different genres of music all like him yeah you know like punks like him 
people like me, I've, I've got a nondescript taste in music. Metal, so you, you're into metal and rock music, aren't you? Yeah. You like him. Everyone likes Bowie. Everyone likes Bowie. He transcends all genres. A true mm. artist. Yeah. You know. He even did some sort of drum and bass songs, didn't he, in the 90s? Little Wonder. Do you remember that? <laughs> was it called Hello Earthling or something? Was it his I album? Yeah, yeah. You know, like a Union Jack overcoat on the uh, on the on the uh, on the cover. I yeah. don't know. Let's let him off for that. I one. do like him though. He's yeah. brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so we are obviously still here, still, <laughs> and uh, it's, we've only got another forty minutes left. I'm liking this. We're yeah, going through it all right, aren't we? Do you want some more questions? Yes, please. Noel, would you ever consider playing great B-sides, Idler's Dream, and shout it out loud live? from Sill. Eventually, I suppose, I'll have to do, uh, I'll have to fill out, pad out the time somehow. I've not got enough new material, so I've got to do Oasis songs on this forthcoming tour. Any covers? Uh, I haven't really got the best voice for covers, I've got to say. We like we used to do like, I Am The Walrus and My mm. Generation, but because Liam had that like, rock voice, you could, you could pretty much pull anything off. I've, yeah. I've got a wimpy little, I don't know, I could <laughs> pull off maybe some... Um, What's his name? Oh, I don't know. Someone that's not very good. <laughs> my, <laughs> Matt Cardle. Matt Cardle, who said yes, that? Yes, my doppelganger. Yeah. I guess you're a doppelganger, aren't you? Right. Noel, what kind of underwear do you prefer? Boxers or briefs or thongs? Be honest. I, well, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a full set of... Uh, <laughs> Genitals. <laughs> and they must be housed correctly. Of, of boxers. <laughs> Of boxer shorts, what do you prefer? <laughs> um, not boxer shorts. Why not? The sort of, you know, like the briefs. I no, not briefs. They're like little. Oh god, I mean. Oh, like those clingy little. They look like uh, they look like like recycling shorts, yes, but those. they're kind of white yeah, cotton. Yeah, yeah. All right. They're... What are they called? They're called briefs. Aren't they? I don't Jockey know. shorts. No, I don't know what they're called. Shorts. If you could text in, and tell Matt what they're called. What He's my, a bit confused. Tell me what my pants that. are called. Yeah. Um, go home happy. Yeah. Um, we've got a question here from a uh, another person who's uh, you might recognise. Hello, Rockstar. It's Dale Winton here. <laughs> How the devil are you? Very you well. You never call anymore. I miss our girly nights out. <laughs> Let's have a hang sesh real soon, sweetheart. I need to catch up on all your gossip. Anyway, I hope you've been supporting our mutual friend Williams as he swims up the Thames eating sewage for charity. Which leads me to my question. You've been all over the planet. But what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Yeah. Oh, was that really Dale Winton? Yeah, of course. I can only assume so. They mislead people at the BBC, would they? Um, so. So what's the strangest thing I've ever like eaten? Japan and places like that. You must have. Yeah, but I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind Japanese food. The stuff that looks like inside-out bike tires. That's a bit weird. Do you know, have you seen them with tentacles on the outside? People call them octopuses. Octopi? Yeah, octopi. Inside um, of bike tyres. You know what I'm saying. Um, I, the weirdest thing I've eaten, I don't eat weird things. If it looks weird, I just want to eat it. Have you ever eaten horse meat? You probably have. I'm not a savage. Why would you eat a horse? The fine, magnificent animal that the horse is. They do in France. You must have eaten frog's legs. No. Really? Well, have you eaten frog's legs? Yeah. Why? Because if you go to France, you might as well try it. <laughs> in this place in France, you went eating frog's legs. Was there a man with a stripy T-shirt and a beret selling onions off the, the back of a bike? Around his neck. Yes, <laughs> Pierre. <laughs> he was there. Yeah. God, they don't. That's not. That's, that's, I mean, I don't. Yeah, you've I've got never to try had things. No, like no. And it comes as a little pair of legs. It's not dressed yeah, up shoes on. something else. Oh yeah. No, I don't think shoes. my my four-year-old Donovan would be like that. Frog's legs. 
He's Donovan's crazy. very civilized for a four-year-old. He's he's a great. He's amazing. He's a great lad. I will. I will. Shall I? I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell you the story about my four-year-old when we was on our. Uh, this is going to go on for a while anyway, so don't worry about this. There was um, I was on holiday uh, maybe two months ago, and um, I get the chores to read him his uh his bedtime story, and I went in after his bath and said to him, "What a story chore. do you want?" You say that it was a chore. Don't sort of focus on that. I knew I'd said it. Sarah and I'll be going. <laughs> the That's chore. A, another chore, is it? And he, um, as Valium's look on the telly, uh, and he said to me, uh, "Oh, make one up." I was like, "What?" And he said, "Just make a story up." And he's obsessed with these cars. I'm going to have to do a bit of advertising here. So people know these cars called Hot Wheels. Other little diecast vehicles are available, and we get them from Harrods. And you know, and um, so I made up this story about the mythical Valley of Hot Wheels, and me and him were going to. I, me and him were going on this intrepid adventure, <laughs> which took us via Cairo, where we met a mysterious woman traveller who turned out to be Mum, and we crossed the desert on a donkey called Derek and a camel called Colin, and he was going, "What was Mummy in?" And I was like, she was in an Audi A4. Mm. So we get to, uh, this story went on for ages and ages and ages, and I was getting right into it. And uh, so we get to base camp before we're going into the to the forest of Al Fayed to find the Valley of Hot Wheels. And uh, we meet we meet another mysterious uh, man who, who um, the night before we base camp, we were around the campfire, and he says, um, so I'm saying to Donovan, he's lying on the bed with a blankie sticking out of his mouth. I said, uh, and the traveller said to us, you're about to undertake a perilous journey where no man has ever been before. If you want to enter the Valley of Hot Wheels, you're going to see things no one's ever seen. You're going to experience <laughs> danger. And I went on for ages and Donovan just went, stop! And he put his hand over my mouth and he went, can't you see we're all going to die? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he has these weird speech rhythms. You don't know where he's gotten from. Like, proper, no, he speaks so properly. Yeah, he came out of the garden the other day and said, I'd been away in the States and a but we had beach ball in the back garden. It was some of the urban foxes. That's not a band, by the way. They'd got in and uh, they'd punctured the beach ball. And Sarah said, oh, he's obsessing with it. He's going to tell you about it when you get back. So I got out of the car and he came running out. <laughs> Bear in mind, he's not even four yet. Actually, he's four and a quarter. Louise came out and he went, Daddy, something shocking has happened in the back garden. <laughs> I was like, what? And he said, come and look. And... Uh, there was this beach ball, and he said, we think it's the foxes. <laughs> we think, so far, all we've got here. And he'd pulled out a flip chart. All clues point to those urban foxes. What does he watch? Where does he get, like... He watches just normal kids. There's things like Newsnight and, you know, X Factor. And all. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you once go out in the rain? And he sarcastically went to you, oh, Daddy, you're so brave. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan, if you're listening... I'll be home for fights and tickles. Should we play a tune? Yeah, let's play the Kinks. Well, this is from the, this is the Kinks uh, from a BBC session in 1967. It's called Waterloo Sunset. Here on Top of the Pops, we could say it's time for old time as we hear revived live that great hit Waterloo Sunset by the Kinks. <laughs> What a magnificent song that was, The Kinks, Waterloo Sunset. What do you reckon? I like the way you said that last bit. The other voice is good though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's the really Kinks, good. Waterloo Sunset, let's hear your beat, boys. The beat group. That's a little Kinks. Do you like the Kinks? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, that was just good, like that. metal. You've made me out to be some sort of... But you do just like metal. No, I don't. Not that band you were convincing me was the greatest band of all time. No, I said you'd Big like them. Big Elf, they're good. No, you were you saying... You never even listened to it. I've I did. Sang... I, no, I did. I did. Oh, did I listened you? to that song. Money is pure evil. Which, of course, it isn't. Yeah. Um, and you were just saying, oh, it's a cross between Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin and the Beatles. Yeah. 
Well, not in like as good as those people, but their style. See, when somebody says that to me, I take that kind of thing literally. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> you should never have done that. <laughs> no, I don't, but I did though. No, they're but, fun. Um, they're fun. Rubbish. Um, that was from uh, the BBC sessions in 1967, I believe, and that was Waterloo Sunset, widely regarded as one of the greatest songs. British songs of all time. Um, and um, now, what else are we going to do? Is there now? A question. Uh, yes, give us a final question, us. If your life became a biographical film, yes, that's a bit weird way of wording that. If it became it, just suddenly people started filming you. But anyway, who would you want to play Noel Gallagher, i.e., you? I'd have to go through many stages. I would have to be a young, young Noel. Yeah. I'd have to be the kind of doddering middle-aged Noel that I am now. Then there would have to be the insane older entity, which I'm bound to end up as. Who would you? Who would? Who would you? Because I'm obviously you're going to script write it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Who's going to play me? Um, I don't know. Dale Winter's not available. He's not available. No, neither is Williams. Maybe we do that weird thing like that Bob Dylan film where they had lots of different actors. Right. You know, like sort of even women playing parts of you. Mind women playing me. That's why I joined a band in the first place. Yeah. No, you could have maybe that kid from This Is England. Oh, that. Oh, the little, the little fella. Yeah. He's a Man United he's not fan. So now. little now. No, he's a Man United fan. I don't. No, no, really? no, no, no. no yeah. I'm not. You don't like up. you don't like football, do you? Not really. Why? Um, just like metal, sitting in my bedroom, crying. Sticking know, pins raging. in there, just stick, what, what was the bananas in the hood thing? What was that? Oh, uh, that was uh, once when I went on an art college trip and I thought I was Jack the Lad, being funny all day, everything, you know, everything was cool. Thought, yeah, drinking, it's been a great day. Drinking Coca-Cola. I realised I had a banana in my hood all day. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and someone had put it in there on the bus there, I think. Some bully so, boy. Some bully boy. So I undermining <laughs> me all day, it was this little yellow oh. fruit in my hood. The little banana sticking out of the yeah. top, eh? Yeah, so and when did you find, did you find out, when you got home, or did you find out on the day? I can't remember, but I, I think I sort of reached back and went, oh, there's a banana. Did, just, did you eat it? I think I might have just pretended I knew it was there. <laughs> that was just my little fruit bowl on <laughs> my back. It's my rider, this is my rider. <laughs> um, all right, so, um, now, uh, we're going to play... Do you want, here you go. Go on. Here I was going to say, do you want some more questions? Go on, give me a question. No, my friend Ian, this isn't really a question. Oh, it is a question. Recently got drunk and got a tattoo of your face on his back. How does this make you feel? I thought you were going to say something else then. Really? A tattoo of my face on his... Yeah. Mm. Um, how does that make me feel? It makes me feel that... Uh, I never. I've, see, you've got tattoos. I don't like tattoos. No. Sarah's got a tattoo on the small of her back that she got when she was like... Um, well, you know she travelled around South America for nine months. Yes, yes. Well, of course you know that because she makes a point of telling everybody. Yes, I've, um, I've heard she, that. But she's got a, like some squiggly thing on the on the on the small of her back, just above her, uh, rather nice behind. And um, I've often thought she's never actually seen it other than the mirror. Yeah, that's do you know weird. what I mean? It's weird. If you're going to get, I mean, I know if you're going to get one, I suppose you get a. You know, what would you get if you had to get? If, one? I, if I had to get a tattoo, if yeah. I was like in a Bangkok jail and I was about to get my fingernails pulled out, and they said only way, only way you survive is by getting tattooed. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, it's a crazy dream. Yeah, um, I'd say. I'd, my dad, my dad, go for your tattoo. I love metal. Yeah, yeah. Just do that. Why did you get a tattoo? And what is it? Show, show me. It's an M. For, my for, for Matt, yeah. why is or it for Morgan? And what what are the two circles signify? It looks quite gothic and a bit kind of um, like secret society-ish to me. 
Yeah. Well, I thought it looked really good, and then someone went, oh, "That's good. It looks a bit Lord of the Rings." And I thought, oh dear. Right. How long have you had it? Did you have not? I don't know, a year, two years. I can't remember. I wanted oh, to you know what it recently. felt like. Right. I was with my wife, and she's heavily towed, and she was. Getting, she is. She was getting behind her, you know, hardcore behind her ears. She wasn't getting the word hardcore behind her ears. She was getting <laughs> just in case the coroner ever looked behind her one day and said, "Oh wow!" Hardcore. But she was getting towed behind her ears, and I thought, I want to know how it feels. It frankly hurts too. How much. many tattoos? Has the lovely Katie got? Because she is heavily towed. I don't know. She's through there. Yeah, well. Show no. us in the show of fingers. It's brilliant. Radio, 30? 30. 30. 30. She's got some, she's got some great toes. The first mm. thing I noticed about her, apart from she had a red headband in her head with white polka dots on it. And I immediately thought, she's too Minnie Mouse. She's too, she's too good for him. She's too good for him. She's got 30 tattoos. Yeah. I've never understood. They become addictive. Liam's got one, hasn't he? Your brother. He has got one. He's got a, like uh, a thing that says "taking care of business." Because El- <laughs> oh, Elvis, yeah. Elvis kind of thing. Yeah, I don't That's know. Right. I'm just a That's bit. Cool. No, I just what's the point? Yeah, I always like. I mean, if you get a tattoo, get one of those ones you get from the science museum, the little dinosaur ones. You rub them on, then you can just rub them off again. Yeah, you can change. Good in change a every day. Next time you're in the crowbar, just do that. Little stegosaurus See on this? your forehead. The little <laughs> dolphin. On, the dolphin there for you, metal freak. <laughs> <laughs> Should we listen to Gruff Reese? Uh, yes. Is anything else you want to ask me? Um, well, no. Let's go into a song. Okay. This is uh, "Sensations in the Dark" by Gruff Reese. Yes, that was a uh, gruff recent sensations in the dark. Do you think that sounds like the Kinks? I think that's, ding, ending, ding, that's ding, ding, yeah. I think it sounds very much like the Kinks. I mm. love that tune. Um, it was out. I don't know when it was out. It was out quite a while ago. But anyway, so where where? Oh oh, look look who's look who's calling? Rusty Bay. Oh, what do we do? Do we answer it? No, but he's calling. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> somebody's just said <laughs> in headphones in a really stern voice. You can't have him on air. You can't have him on air. You can't have him on air. Oh, I'm going to have to call him back. Oh, that's, that's weird, isn't it? But anyway... Um, Question? Yes. What did you have for your first dance at your wedding? Oh, is that from Sarah? She's checking. Might be. Uh, we had... Uh, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, uh, I can't uh, remember. It was soul, wasn't it? It was something soulful. Why? Were you, like, Montana. wasted? Were you, like, I was, I was out of it, man. I don't I know what I, you had. I went to change into my evening. D- I, I, we danced uh, to... Actually, no, I'd I, I rephrase that. We didn't dance to Be My Baby by the Ronettes. Sarah danced. And there was, uh, the one thing that I was more nervous about than the whole day was the first dance because you know my wife, obviously, and she can dance. And I said to her, whatever you do, just... Go easy on me because I mm. can't dance. And she's like, yeah. don't worry about it. And they're going, everyone's going to join in at the first chorus. The entire song is like a minute and a half long anyway. So yeah. I thought, how painful can it be? You know mm. what she did? You know, she turned into Madonna. Yeah. Uh, the minute the song started, and I just stood there kind of walking back and forward like Russ Abbott, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shake your hands. And uh, it was it was my, maybe the most embarrassing moment of my life. But I but remember... You can dance. I've seen you dance. When? Loads of times. When? Uh, well, later on in that party, at your 40th, oh, you were on. dancing to Stone Roses. I think it was dancing. It was dancing, but not as we know <laughs> it, Jim. Blind panic. But listen, I'm going to tell uh, the the folks of a funny story, because Matt obviously was at my wedding, but he was sat on a table with Paul Weller. Yep. 
And Matt was so <laughs> nervous that he couldn't stop humming jam songs. I but he started. But it, no, you were, and he's but he started humming them out loud. And his wife Katie was going, <laughs> "Shut up, you shut up!" But well as eating, but well as eating his dinner, and he can hear from across the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do it a lot. I used to work with the drummer from Blur, and I used to go ding 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 ding. Oh no, stop it! <laughs> I don't do it with you though. What does that People say? People must do it around you, though. You must have noticed it. It's because it's sort of subliminal. They see you and think, oh. No, only you do it. No. It's going to be the day. Not, in, not, not, not in a Steptoe and Sod accent. So it's going to be the day. day. Oh, it's never happened to me, no. But, um, so where were we? Where were we? In fact, where are oh, we? Are we, playing, are, we um, playing a, are we playing a song here? You're here. Doing? There's a guitar here. You know what I'm getting at. Do you want me to make sweet music? Oh, God, yes. Let's hear something off your new record, perhaps. Okay. Yeah? Yeah.
beautiful oh thank you very much well you know that's kind of what i do matthew yeah that's yeah that's your day job i'm not just a pretty face I'm not just a broadcaster so i'm not no. well <laughs> as has been evident the past two hours and 45 minutes um we are coming to the closing segment of this show i cannot believe we've pulled this off for nearly three hours but mm. um Am I right in saying that coming up after this song will be Alan Carr and Mel Sykes, whoever he is? Um, this is Angelo and 18 and Flight 2. That was um, Flight 2 by Angelo and 18. We have been joined in the studio by Alan Carr and Hello. Mel Sykes. Hello. Mel Sykes, I've never met you before. I know, I've never met you, but I've seen you loads. I've seen you on adverts for various things down the years. How yeah. are you? So you've ended up on Radio 2. Yes, with him. Yes. It's lovely, Alan. make me feel like a booby <laughs> prize. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I love you, you know so you've got, So you've got, a, you, you, you're going to attempt to follow this. I know it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. I think you've set the bar too high. <laughs> I, I, detect, I detect a tone of sarcasm in your voice, Alan Carr, but you know as well as I do it's only going downhill from here till nine o'clock. Now, what's your show all about? What's the what's the, what's the, what's the you gamut? mean you don't listen every Have you never week? Heard it? You'd well, really like it, you know, you know, six till nine, I'm busy doing fights and tickles. Yeah, uh, that's not. <laughs> What's that? They're not two sisters from the. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing bites and tickles, uh, dinner time, and then we have uh, you know a round table. Me and the wife catch up. So, how was that? Yeah, I don't know. How was it for you, kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't just had sex, by the way. Um, so no, it's funny. I don't listen. No, no. We would do, we have a different subject matter every week, and then people uh, phone in and uh, text us, and we just have a laugh and play all party tunes. Uh, do you have like a theme for the phone each week, or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, have, no, and, yeah. and what will it be tonight? Today we're doing about being nervous. Yeah, and, and Melanie you... was so nervous about meeting you. I was. And then I, I saw this uh, CD that she'd brought, and then I got nervous because it's obviously been taken free from the front of a magazine. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I know, but I do have all your vinyl and all the rest of it. I'm, I'm a bit of a collector. I've been to see you so many times. Have you really? And I've bought every magazine you've ever been on the cover of, you and your brother. So I'm a massive fan. Oh, And yeah, I'm also, I'm one of your pre-ordered albums. I've already paid for it and wait it's for it brilliant. to come. It's brilliant. It's a good album. brilliant. It. You know what she's like? Have you seen that film Misery with Kathy Bates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm your number one. Yeah. <laughs> she's a sexier version of that. I'm, 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 <laughs> well, I bought backtrack, backtrack. And what about, uh, and what about nerves? Do you ever get nervous before you do your thing? You, oh, you yeah. stand-up comedian well, and the all that reason I started doing because my tour starts tomorrow. Where my at? arena Where tour Where in Brighton. All right, okay, okay, arena. I'm playing theatres. You're playing arenas. <laughs> How the tables have turned. Well, that's all right. I'll be playing arenas soon. I'm just saying, I was so nervous. I'm just so nervous. And I was just wondering, is anyone else nervous and what you're nervous about? And how do you deal with it? You know? Yeah. Uh, I was quite nervous doing this today because I'd said at the top of the show that my management had said, oh, you're standing for doing it all day. It's only a couple of hours. Oh, this is easy. Yeah. 
Well, three days ago, it's like, oh, it's three hours. And it's like, what are we going to do for three hours? So oh. I was a bit nervous today thinking we wouldn't have anything to chat about. Yeah. And we've ended up just... Done all right. Yeah, we're doing but all you right. But do, you do find something to talk about, don't you? Yeah, but do you... Do you how much do you improvise on stage? Do you do, you do work in progress things? Cause I, went to see, yeah. I went to see Russell Brand the other night and he's doing a work in progress thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do you do like... You know, oh, I've local... done it for a year, work in progress. And then the, what, what is now, because of the arena, you can't do chatting like, oh, hello, love, what do you do for a living? <laughs> Because there's like sixteen other thousand people going. Who cares? Right. So you. <laughs> so I've got me jokes, right. and I know they work because I've been trying them out for a year. So where are you playing in London? The O2. O2. Couple of nights O2 and couple of nights at Wembley. Two nights at the like oh, the big yeah. O2. Yeah, yeah. Not not the not the little one. The Indigo. The big it's one. Stand up comedy. Yeah. Led Zeppelin only done one night. Yeah. That's all I'm Losers. saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So how can uh, how can people get in touch with you this evening? I'm doing my radio two thing. What about other subjects? We've not got time to talk about. That. Oh, it's all plenty of time. Plenty of time. You chat, no. chat away. You are a chatty man after all. Uh, no. <laughs> oh no, you're hey. smooth. Hey. You're you know really good at this, isn't it? Did hey. you know how much the council pay to keep uh, public toilets going? In the whole of England. Yeah. Per, per, year, per toilet. Per a toilet. No, per toilet a day. Per toilet a day. I'd say about a thousand pounds. No, what? thirty-one pounds. Uh, that, Keep the toilet going. Yeah, 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 oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I suppose you have I potpourri live, in your toilets. I live in I live chandelier. In, I live it well on a velvet toilet seat. <laughs> we all have them. <laughs> Thirty-one pound fifty for each toilet. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. That. That's not bad, that, because they're quite, they're quite a versatile room, aren't they? Well, they're spending their money on the toilet. Not pu yeah. pu public toilets. Yeah, because I won't go near them. Only in real emergencies. <laughs> Only in re I have started getting the tube for for, for like for, I mean I've been living only twenty years and I've started getting the tube. Real That's not a toilet though. That you if you let me finish, there are if you let me finish, there are public Sorry. toilets around tube stations, and I've 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 been known to nip into the old. Uh, Public toilet once or twice in the last couple of weeks, but as a rule, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't no, stand no, on them. No. Particularly ones where you've got to go downstairs. Yeah, into. Wait, he's do waving, like waving his imaginary twirler behind you. Look, that means that means, yeah, that means that you've got to go. And, yes. Uh, and what's look, the number? Oh, oh, 0500 Text eighty eight to ninety one and email us alan dot car at bbc dot co dot uk. Okay, well, uh, uh, good luck with the show. But this is almost like Jimi Hendrix going on after the Who at Woodstock. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I'll just say at Woodstock. At 200,000 people left. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll try and tune in on the way I'll home. But listen, yes, I will, I'll, I'll, try and, I'll try and come and see you at the old two. Oh, I'll be my when guest. It, when are you playing? Uh, 5th and 6th of November. I've not had that offer. <laughs> no. Be my guest. <laughs> is, it, is it sold out? Uh, one of them is, and the, the second night's near. Well, there we go. Still more than Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Alan, tickets available, car. <laughs> Right, should we play a song? What are we playing? Bob well, we're going to play Could You Be Loved by Bob Marley. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Bob Marley and the Whalers. Where do you stand with Bob Marley, Matt? I'm sure Bobby you love him. Everybody yeah. loves him. It's a bit like Bowie, isn't he? Everybody, everybody loves Bob yeah. Marley. Everyone's got legend. Yes, indeed. Um, well, we have come to the end of the three hours. I can't actually believe it's gone that quick, which means we must have had fun. I we hope. must have done. We'll I listen hope. back to it. We're obviously both drunk. Yeah, I uh, I hope you people there in BBC Radio 2 land enjoyed listening to it. Feel free to petition Radio 2 if you want to hear any more of this. Um, 
We are free and available. Um, coming up after this show is Alan Carr and Mel Sykes, obviously, and they're going to be doing something about, I don't know, nerves or something. Go Toilets, on. wasn't it? Oh, yeah, how much a toilet is to keep, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like anyway. Um. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes, we're going to finish off by playing. Anyway, no show would be complete without playing a song by those Beatles from Liverpool, and this is Ticket to Ride. And uh, goodbye, thank you very much. We've thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you goodbye, soon somewhere down the road. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, Matt. Bye. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Time for the news. This is BBC Radio 2 online, on digital and on 88 to 91 FM. Play jingle. (laughs) 